All right, clap sync. Three, two, one. Perfect. It, I have to say, listening to your guys' episode last week, it is so weird. It's like an out-of-body experience to hear somebody else do oh, a clap sync. It was awful, man. <laughs> it was torturous. I remember the feeling, and I was like, this is wrong, man. I never want to do this again. Like, <laughs> I, We oh. just need a recording of Zoe saying clap in three, two, one. That we can just yeah, all just go on the to. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. You could end that with like, and I'm, I'll, I'll be here next week. I'm, I'm gone. Bye, guys. It just, like, <laughs> damn. So he had to leave again. <laughs> yeah, I was like nervous, even though like I mechanically understand how to do a clap sync. I was like, if I fuck this up, I have no one to blame but myself. <laughs> I mean, like, we already established that you have no rhythm based off of Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, and that is true. Cutting is wires true. for a bomb. That's so true. <laughs> so. The highest of stakes, and uh, oh, it was like classic yeah. fucking. If you ever watch like a streamer or something of like a high level game or something, like just die, you know, like a Valorant stream or something that like loses a, a gun battle, and they're like, oh, did you see that? My bolts totally landed. Like that's how I was with the rhythm game. I was like, guys, did you see that? I was in perfect rhythm, and everyone's like, ah. <laughs> where are you? <laughs> like I'm straight to like I think it's bugged you guys, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> this, this game seems really not polished. I totally where you get that get that idea from. So. Yeah, cool, cool. Oh, okay. Wow, transition. Speaking of bugs, huh? If we're talking about phasmophobia, I did watch over the weekend a video of someone. Actually, I watched two videos, multiple videos. Apparently, there's like a category section for this game of people who run it solo. Um, and this one guy's video was, I'm playing on the patch where sanity pills are bugged so it's super hardcore and i'm going in alone <laughs> and it was <laughs> oh, but sorry you know, what the fuck patch is this game? notes for phasmophobia yeah so we uh we all played phasmophobia this week uh yeah. just as a nice little way to get into the uh, spooky spirit and uh given right. our experience last year with spooky games month we decided you know what maybe playing a scary game together collectively will be a fun experience and I mean, Phasmophobia is a game that, you know, has recently, you know, piqued the interest of a lot of gamers around the, uh, around the country, around the world. Oh, yes, uh, gamers. Yes. <laughs> Those of the gaming type. Uh. Uh, honestly, I just like, I kept on, I watch a lot of uh, role play streamers and uh, a lot of them. Um, stopped playing on like the servers that they normally role play on for like gta 5 and whatnot and they were all playing phasmophobia on like the same day like all together and so i was like what the hell is this game so i watched a couple streams and i mean because they're role players they were like into it like they had That's characters awesome. they had ghost hunting personas no, they were they were <laughs> acting they may or may not have been into it they were acting with their friends okay. James is going to slowly build this case over the course of this podcast. I can feel it already. Yeah. But all yeah. right, go on. But yeah, so Phasmophobia is a up-to-four-player cooperative psychological horror game where you play as ghost hunters. So think about your, like, reality TV ghost hunting show. Um, and that is essentially what this game is. You go to a location where there's a spirit haunting or not not just a spirit there's a bunch of different ghost types that haunt these locations you need to go in you need to interact with the ghost and using an encyclopedia you have you have to determine what type of ghost it is so 
you know, there's there's spirits, there's wraiths, there's uh, phantoms. Oh, and each of them has, <laughs> yeah, each of them has like a different, uh, I guess, a skill set uh, involved with them, and skill a lot set, of like interaction, like I get or like I don't know. I I feel like like signs. They have these different signs, like that you need different equipment to detect. Right, and like then I also skillset. mean skill set. I also mean skill set. And like in the interaction they... is also like the wrong word. I feel like because you don't even. I don't know. You... Well, so I do say skill set because these ghosts do actually have different ways of interacting with the players. So, for instance, I think it's wraiths can uh, phase through walls, so it's really hard to get away from them when they're in a murderous rampage. Uh, other ghosts like flicker in and out of view so they're kind of like invisible and then not invisible so they kind of flicker and scare you that way um like a lot of them will you know respond to people if they're alone versus respond to people if they're in a group um there's a lot of i i think it's going to be interesting to talk about this game only because we we play this for like a three-hour session this weekend all together all four of us by the way, McCoy, yeah. James, Raphael, yeah. we're all on this podcast today. <laughs> yeah, what's, hey, what's up? up? And uh, yeah, Raphael? we. Uh... Nope. What <laughs> is up? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I only respond when I'm alone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, reasonable. <laughs> reasonable. <laughs> wow, we're but so I think like when okay. you uh, when you watch more gameplay of this uh, of this game. Uh, there's a lot more nuance than I initially was led to believe upon playing it in a group setting. Um, so it'll be interesting to talk about this because this game kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, it's made by one dude, I think. Kinetic Games is a one-man show. Um, it definitely shows that in certain areas yep. of this game, for sure. Um but also, I am just a little. I, I'm very surprised with how, uh, just how intricate a lot of aspects of this gameplay are, um, out and of I, the surface area. And I think we will get into that. But I do think we should probably approach what I think is maybe like the, the well, the first thing that you would see maybe in the game, and the first thing that maybe we should talk about is I definitely think, at least with our particular session, we found the tutorial be, to be particularly lacking. Um, yeah. And so but I actually... I mean, yeah. so I, I think that that's just a, fa a function of, like, the the whole, like, a lot of decisions around the gameplay. But, okay, yeah, sorry, well, go on. So, well, so maybe... It is actually early access as well. So, like, yes. I think it's fair to have a lacking tutorial in early access where... Like, maybe all of these mechanics that you're trying to introduce are going to change hugely over the course of the development. And so you don't want to have to keep the tutorial updated every time they change. And so, um, what we're but it was watching, definitely a grueling experience. Yes. And what we're watching here is a game that I, I would imagine, like, similar to Among Us or something like that. Like, it's not to the same scale, obviously. But this game, like, hit a chord. I mean, it's the right time of year for sure. But... um. You know, it's in early access and all of a sudden it's got 15,000 lobbies open, you know, I'm sure out of nowhere. So d did this person plan for this exact state to be what people saw, like necessarily? Like, is this his launch 
where he puts his $500 of marketing budget together, you know, and tries to <laughs> probably <laughs> not. Um, so I did want to mention like my one, like, I guess, constructive feedback for the tutorial, because I do think it does struggle to communicate to the player what it needs to communicate. And I think it really does set up for a lot of failure. And I know a lot of the let's plays that I watched over the weekend of other people playing it, um, were really train wrecky. Like people had a really hard time understanding the mechanics of things. And so much so that I started to begin to doubt my own understanding of the mechanics. Cause I was like, wait, they think it works like this. I've never seen any evidence of that, but like, does it? Um, and I guess what I would just say is this tutorial runs you through a ghost scenario with a, uh, not a friendly ghost per se, but a non-violent ghost. And it runs you through the gameplay loop. And so you do in fact play the game, but what it doesn't do is it doesn't actually show you what, like I guess a positive or like a false positive, like what's a success and a failure with the different tools you're using. And so you sometimes sit there and go, like when you put the book down, for example. It does show you what a failure is. You just don't realize that it's showing you what a failure is because that's just everything that you see for the first 20 minutes. Right. A failure is exactly the same as I placed this in the entirely wrong room because I'm an idiot. Like those things are yeah. identical. Whereas what you'd like to see is because, like, you know, you place the book down, right? And it's like and I have the camera behind it and I'm like, am I going to see a ghost on this camera right in this book? It's like you're not or at least I didn't. Um, no, you're not. But I, that, right. But like that's so I, you don't you don't necessarily know what success is. And so I think that led to. A lot of confusion for maybe the next three or four, maybe even like five, like building entrances and, and games we ended up playing. Um, but I think. Yeah, I feel like they had like just a visual representation of like, this is what a book should look like when it's not being written in versus this is what a book should look like when it is written in. Or like here is a camera set up with no spirit orbs versus this is yes. a camera set up with spirit orbs. I know the spirit orbs yeah. was definitely something <clears throat> I just did not understand immediately because when you set up the camera, to me what the spirit orb looks like is when you have like a flashlight and like bugs are flying close to the flashlight. So they're kind of like, they kind of flicker oh, in, is, they're is lit up what, and then they fly is away. Is that what kind ghosts, of thing. ghost hunters find? Could it be bugs? <laughs> Um, <clears throat> maybe I don't Possible. know. But so like, <laughs> yeah. So so like, yeah, like the the thing about this game is that it's 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 a game of walking around, getting absolutely nothing on the off chance that, or like basically, so that you can find the one room where anything matters, and it's just like. Okay, so you have like this camera or or uh, a flashlight that you're walking around the whole house with that's got UV um and there may be nothing in the household that interacts with this UV, which is to say that there would just be like a handprint on a door or something which will light up only in UV light. Um so you could just like spend 10 minutes walking around a house slowly because you can't walk quickly. Um, just just to have, like, none of that actually help. Um, well, you can actually walk quickly, but the difference is barely noticeable. 
right. both are slow. Well, what I meant by what you can't walk quickly is there is a run, but it's just like most games would call that walking. Yeah. Uh, it, it was kind of a walking like, simulator in a way. <laughs> like it was like that really slow, like tier after speed. Um, and then like there's a radio and you talk into a microphone on your computer and it picks it up in theory if you have everything set up correctly, which by the way is actually weirdly inconsistent. Uh, people could hear me through the game in a lobby and then not in the real game. Uh, and we had to verify our game files, which is like, okay, it's, it's early access. So fine. But it's, it doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't lead to an enjoyable first impression. So um, I, I do think it's worth wait, for wait, us. Wait. Okay, sure. Sorry, I was just gonna, going through the, the different equipment and why I think they're bad. Um, All right. <clears throat> so you have you have this this radio thing, which is called a talk box or something. Spirit Ghost box. box. Spirit box. Spirit yeah. box whatever. Well, I've heard it's, it referred to as talk box as well. Because you talk into it and you like ask questions and hopefully the ghost responds. But like maybe they don't. So maybe you're just wasting your time. And then you have the camera that you then set down in the room where you think the ghost is. And then if you're back in the van, maybe you can see on the camera screen like a little speck of light moving around. Or maybe you can't because that's not one of the signs. Um, and so it's like this process of elimination game uh, where most of what you're getting is no feedback and the positive feedback is not rewarding uh, um, to find. Um, it's like relieving, I guess, because you're like, oh, thank God we don't have to search for this shit anymore. Um, <laughs> we can move on to the other okay. like things to search for. Um, <clears throat> and... Um, and then you figure out what kind of ghost it is based on like the three signs that it gave you. Um, if you found them all. Um, and then you leave. Well, and then and then you leave if but that's just the first requirement. There's like four requirements to do. There's there's optional objectives, the objectives to do. Yeah. Yeah. So like once you deduce what type of ghost it is, there are these optional objectives, such as like uh, cleanse the area with smokestacks or sure. which i think is just their way of saying incense um right. or you yeah. know uh, low take a picture well a lot of a lot of the optional objectives are like have a member of your team witness a paranormal event mm -hmm. um sometimes it's take a picture of the ghost sometimes it's I don't know, use the, use the crucifix to ward off the spirit, which is always unnerving when you go in there. Um, yeah, so I, I would say, like, now the thing is, I think when we played, I don't think we necessarily entered each location with a set uh, technique in mind for figuring out where the ghost was located. I mean, for one thing, I just was a complete scaredy cat the entire time. So I played the role of technician, which was just stay in the van and update people on their vitals. <laughs> um, You're in trouble. When... Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, just waiting if you're for the in camera the dark, to be set down. Then your sanity goes down, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and the yeah. more anxious you get, 
the more likely the ghost will attack, attack you. you. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I do definitely want to like build this case of explaining how our experience was with this game and then holy crap sorry a tab on my just I, oh my god i closed this twitch stream earlier i paused it and it just played a commercial so loud okay <laughs> um that was so loud oh my it was god like a ghost killed you or something no it was actually freaky like i'm sitting here <laughs> thinking about phasmophobia yeah, like phasmophobia sound just starts <laughs> shooting up okay well maybe they can make that one of the signs Ghost randomly shows you a really loud ad. <laughs> it's perfect. That's how they get their sponsorship. And they could make oh money. My God. Yeah. Yes, this is brilliant. Fuck. Um, so I did want to kind of build the case of telling the story of how we played this game. And then I want to tell maybe the story of how I've seen others play this game. And then maybe after that, tell the story of how I've seen others still play this game. Because it's very different depending on how you approach it. Like, I think when we were playing... Especially not only did we come off the bat of a tutorial that I think confused some of us. Um, and by some of us, I mean I, every single one of us. Everyone. Every single one. I didn't mean to like say, yeah. no, all of us were confused. And by the way, in different ways <laughs> and in ways that I think eventually we coalesced and got somewhere. Um, and it really felt like a board game in that way where we could have used someone whose house this was who owned this thing. Do you know what I mean? That you go to and he's already read the rules. <laughs> <laughs> and he just tells you how to play the game. Yeah. Like that's and, – and if I would ever play this with someone else, I would be that person now, now that I understand it. I think they would have a much easier time jump-starting into the game. And so I think it word of mouth spread really fast by hopefully having someone somewhere who is able to show people how to actually do it. And in fact, I would recommend to you out there, uh, there is a YouTube video. I don't think it's amazing, but you can find like YouTube videos and stuff that explain the different mechanics of this game. And I think that's really worth your time. Uh, if you want to enjoy this game, because it will jumpstart you in a way that tutorial probably didn't. Um, but like, we didn't really do so. Okay, right. So the in-game voice chat wasn't working for us, and we had to actually bug fix this. And as a result, we played the first couple rounds on Discord, which is entirely different than using the in-game, where it has like this local voice where you can hear where people are, and you can hear them getting quieter or through walls and stuff. And then it has this like. Uh, really lovely, like, scratchy, walkie-talkie sound if you want to talk on global. Um, and so, like, it's very, very different than Discord. But the other thing about Discord is that Discord is often, like, distracting and kind of loud. And so I actually don't think we ever really approached what I saw to be the first strategy that you actually should do, allegedly, in this game, which is shut the fuck up and listen. And apparently that will actually show you almost immediately where the ghost is. <laughs> in the house is just listening and paying attention and not moving so much like we ended up doing a sort of like almost like search algorithm through the house do you know what i'm saying like we were like clearing every single room with every single tool and i think that was what some of the frustration james was talking about but the way that i saw people actually play this was walk into the house and like say shit like hey like are you friendly like this sort of like real like role player style like are you friendly and like they look around and they'd wait for like 10 seconds and then the ninth second, a book would fall over and they hear some footsteps and then they would like follow that. And then they'd be like, I think I heard it from upstairs. Okay, let's go try upstairs. Right. And so they were like following these really subtle audio cues that I just think we really did not understand and did not get and ended up just well, defaulting. I mean, we didn't to... even know they were a thing because it doesn't tell you anywhere that they might. Yes, yeah, so that was going to be my suggestion, really, because <clears throat> I think... 
when you go into a at, at least for me like i don't i don't watch a lot of those ghost hunting shows um like or or have i seen ghost hunting in action so to me it's like i am going into a completely foreign environment and the tutorial doesn't really do a good job at explaining like exactly what you should do as a ghost hunter you know like get in shut up ask the ghost for its name you know ask them if they're friendly like keep on asking questions but to total silence like so i just was never in that role play like i i never really got the gist of that mindset until watching other people do it and being like oh, okay we walk in we have to be like uh, adam jacobs like who are you or like where are you um like <laughs> i found a really funny webcomic the other day actually <laughs> that was this is a side tangent but like what you want to do in this game is like provoke the ghost for them to reveal their location so i saw this webcomic the other day it was like oh like who are we who are we seeking out oh her name is uh maria gonzalez uh she was an artist and the guy's like don't worry I know exactly how to provoke her. And he goes in and he's just like, hey, can I uh, get some uh, free art from you for exposure? I'll pay you an exposure. (laughs) And you just see the ghost go like, rah! (laughs) reveal itself instantly. (laughs) It's awesome. No, but it's so Uh, true. I thought that was really funny. But But that is hilarious. And you're absolutely right. Like, I think none of us are, this is like a very niche game. For a very niche set yeah. of people, like I actually know someone who's into these types of shows, and I bet you they would have fucking dialed in immediately to that sort yeah. of role play that it wants. But we had no idea, and I think that's a result right. of it just getting outside. Like this is a Reddit uh, r slash all situation where you're like, normally it's a small community in your subreddit, but then something blows up for a minute and all of a sudden people are coming in that have no idea and i definitely was one of those people who had no idea like i don't know what an emf reader is i don't know about i guess i've heard about crucifixes or something but like do i understand really how they work like no but yeah i guess i've heard about a crucifix what i don't know what that is but i wouldn't immediately be like this is how i'd use it um you know uh i guess i'd place it away yeah i guess so but like, yeah, I think you have to place it. But like, I I recall people just holding it around. I think you in movies, throw so. it at the ghost or something. Yeah, but so we didn't have that mindset. And I would actually even go further out, just to you know, just for our transparency's sake, to also say that, you know, I don't think any of us really like horror games. <laughs> like, like, and so like this. But game, this isn't like this isn't hardly a horror. Like, I don't oh, know. I like, was scared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was scared. <laughs> I do think there are some flashes of brilliance in this game. Mm-hmm. In particular, I think the game does an excellent job. Uh, and I guess we could maybe go into this, but of of kind of instilling the sense of dread within you as a player. Even just the brief time I was in one of the houses, because like I said, I was tech. I was techie. I was in the truck the whole time. So I was in the light. I was never in danger. Um, but Was I just too bored with the game mechanics to ever actually feel anything like fear? Yes. I, I think that I was know. my okay. experience too. I remember I was like, oh, I guess I'm dying now. Goodbye. 
<laughs> that was your final con before it cut you on the mic was just oh i guess i'm dead yeah. lol essentially like, <laughs> yeah but see yeah, like the, the interesting yeah. part is like so to me i go into this dark house i know Raphael is with me and mccoy is with me and suddenly i hear Raphael say oh i think i'm dying and you just hear suddenly and because the audio is surround sound i just heard like footsteps just rush from my right ear all the way to my left ear mm-hmm. and the, the door slammed and locked i figured Raphael was dead because his comms went blank which i think is an excellent element is like as soon as you die you are cut off from all sorts of communication like you there's no way you can communicate so once you're dead you're dead uh so yeah i just heard like a rush of footsteps my flashlight like flickered and went out. So I was in complete total darkness. And all I knew was that McCoy was somewhere near me, but Raphael was near me and he was dead. So I knew the ghost was around me. And I just like got this overwhelming sense of like, oh God, I want to get out of here. And actually an interesting part about that is that this game, if you speak it on, well, if you use the voice chat, the local chat, the ghost can also sense fear. Now, not necessarily in the tone of your voice, but if you say stuff like, let's get out of here, or we need to find an exit, that could provoke a ghost, which I, you know, I wouldn't know, but I was definitely that team member in there that was freaking the fuck out being like, no, 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 let's go out, let's go out, let's go out, please, like, I want to get out of here. And nothing ended up happening because we ended up making it out safely and driving off with Raphael's dead corpse in the house. But just that brief moment of me just being freaked out, not knowing where another exit was in the house and just wanting to leave because I didn't want to die. Like, I thought that was a flash of brilliance this game gave that I was just not expecting. Now, it might just be because I'm just I'm very susceptible to these types of scary games. Um, In particular, I think. One thing about this game that freaks me out is like half the time it's like, is that a bug or is something happening? Or, oh my God, it looks creepy nonetheless. I don't like this. But like, I feel like that's how I always treat these sorts of games. But, um, but yeah, I, I just thought that was brilliant on the game's part. And I think that's why it's gotten so popular with the general gaming sphere is just because it does do when those scary beats hit some of the times like it hits um and i just you know i can i can give it credit for that like it never felt really like a cheap scare to me it was an actual scare like i was genuinely terrified even though i was just playing with a bunch of ones and zeros yeah i dude i actually think that at least i don't know maybe we'll all you know differentiate ourselves from each other's opinions of this game you know as we talk about it but i wonder if we can agree on the fact that at least the premise of this game is fucking rad like and i'm and the reason why i'm saying that is because you're like dude i was scared by these ones and zeros and like that makes sense um but also like there's so many cheap scares out there in games too where they just jump out from behind you and i think you could you could confirm I think someone could say that about this game, but I I don't feel that way. Like, I feel like it's just the setup about it is so much different than, like, you're a, you know, person alone in a haunted house, like, and you're just walking around and you're just scared. Like, it's it's different. It's like the, the CSI aspect of it 
the putting clues together, the like starting to figure out and corner in and solve this ghost and maybe hold it back and keep it at bay. Like all those aspects are really cool. Like you are fighting against this ghost and then it's going to start to get crazier and crazier and, and it can definitely scare you. Um, and it's just, I don't know, like, I'm curious if other people think this, but I think the premise of this game is super, super, super cool. And it makes so much sense why it blew up. Cause it's just one of those games that it's so unique. Like this is some shit that you would think up when you were a kid. Like how cool would it be if we could actually like play as ghost hunters? Um, and there's like games just don't even come close to that premise. Like, but this is maybe definitely underdeveloped in spots, but it's close to that premise in such a unique and cool way. Like I can't think of anything even like this at all. Um, and that's super cool. Like it, yeah. it has, I, yeah. I can agree with that. Um, I also think like the idea of it just like you being able to talk to the ghost was really interesting to me. Like, I, yeah. I asked some friends about like what the game was like before playing it and they were like, oh, you can talk to the ghost. And I was like, oh, that's a really cool idea. Um, it seems like it's a little bit vulnerable to like, I don't know, jankiness i guess um in that like you don't know what you can say or to what degree what you say is interpreted um and i think probably the tutorial could help a lot with that um if it were more fleshed out um but the idea itself is really interesting and i'd be curious to see like where it ends up going with that in the future yeah dude that's the other thing right is the direction like i at least for me, I have like a hundred ideas that could make this game more developed. And I'm sure this person has had those ideas too. Because there's so much early access jank in here, like you're saying, of like, well, I don't even know about the phrases and it seems like it might be very like phrase dependent. But even just the fact that fingerprints are only a handprint on a door and not even on the knob of the door, they're like in the middle of the door. Like, it's just like, it's just so... Yeah. But imagine, because this game is also in VR, by the way. I didn't play it in VR. I don't have VR. Um, none of us do, at least... Okay, I'm willing to make that statement. Um, but like, and if I'm wrong, don't correct me. Um, <laughs> but like, you know. Uh, imagine... I don't have VR. Thank you, James. Um, but like, imagine if this game got to the point in VR where you were using your UV flashlight to look at the back of a television, like a dusty back of a television for fingerprints and stuff like that. It could get there. Um, and that would be amazingly cool. Because uh, then you could, with the fingerprints, instead of just saying, it's a ghost that has fingerprints, therefore check the box, it could become part of the storytelling of the ghost and what it's been doing in the house and what it's haunting and what it thinks and what it feels. And all that sort of stuff could be really, really rad. Um, so you can see, like, and in fact, one of the comments that are that the reviews that I read on Steam for this game, the I've, you know, the first one I read was just, this guy needs to hire a team right now because to waste this premise on just the simple nature that a human can only work so fast is sad. Like, this should go places. Like, please, please let it go places. Um, and I, I, I kind of agree with that. Like, I think it may not be for us, but for who this is for, this has got to be, like, a huge breath of fresh air. Like, there's just, like, in a, in a sea of scary games that are just, like, stuff jumping out, <clears throat> in a in a hallway where it's just scripted or whatever this is so unique it's like you try to feel the ghost's presence uh in so many different ways and different ghosts feel differently all that stuff is just rad 
Yeah, if like I think that all that stuff is rad in concept, but it just just totally does not translate to the player as rad. Like like you can you can like see in the distance that maybe someday it might get to being cool, but right now you're stuck in a swamp and like your your feet are wet and cold and like you just kind of have to keep walking like i don't know like i just i just i can't i can't with a good conscience like give this the anything more than like yeah the concept behind the game is cool but like i don't think anything about the um i mean i i think except for the speaking to the ghost and having it respond and like the idea that the way you're supposed to start it is walk in be silent and say something and hope the ghost responds like knowing that that's so cool but everything else to me about this game is not exciting at all um i think that um like the i i want the ghosts to feel different and like maybe they do once you get down to like very low sanity and you're like keeping the lights off so that things actually happen because you already figured out what kind of ghost it is and you're just trying to get the extra objectives and so you're like trying to fight with the ghost to get it into the right place to do the right action like maybe that's interesting and compelling gameplay but like that's like there's so many steps removed from from starting the game to getting there and all of those steps are boring to me uh, yeah so like i'm not prepared i'm i i just like i i do agree with you that it's a cool concept but like yeah he needs he needs a team to to start over <laughs> damn um, <laughs> All right. Uh and like like I'm I don't know. I think it's I think it's a fun with friends game if your friends are fun. Um Okay. And uh so what James and is also, saying is that we weren't fun. And yeah. also <laughs> you like this kind of like spooky gamey things or like you're you're coming in with the expectation of like role playing ghost hunters. Like if you're not role playing a ghost hunter, then then the things that you're doing aren't aren't like in- interesting to me. Um, yeah, I mean, I think my take on it would be like the mechanics get in the way of appreciating the atmosphere. But maybe that's just like I don't know if you're like me on this, James. Um, but like I tend to approach a game being like, <clears throat> okay, let me understand the principles of the mechanics, and then I can optimize an approach to like playing it. Um, yeah and this game was very antithetical to that the tutorial was just like it felt deliberately confusing um and i think i spent like the longest time on the first step of that being like okay i'm not finding the ghost orb what am i doing wrong and it turns out it just there might not be a ghost orb and they never say right yeah yeah i think that was where i got stuck too and i and i feel like that was kind of my experience with the whole game was like, I might be doing something that will give me no response. Like the response to the negative is that you go everywhere and it 
didn't do anything, except you maybe missed it. So you might have to do that twice. Yeah, uh, go everywhere at an excruciatingly slow pace. That's <laughs> so <yeah>. true. <laughs> well, I know like um, a lot of our confusion I remember in our playthrough was the EMF level five. Like there were a lot of times where we're like, well, I got an EMF three. Yeah. Do you think that? <laughs> and it, I mean, it sounds like dumb when you explain it that way. It's like, no, it needs to be an EMF five. But like there were a couple times where we, like, we would put in the book EMF level five off of a three. It would be right. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and so then we were just like, wait, so does the game activate on a level three? Now, it probably was. We just didn't scan the EMF into the exact area where the ghost was and didn't trigger the five. But like to us, we were just like, oh, wait, so anytime the EMF goes over one, we're good. (laughs) But like, is this a bug? Question mark is like, was a very prevalent conversation there. Um, exactly yeah Yeah. another one you know like i said with the with the book writing it's like i pick up the book and i set it down and there's immediately these symbols on the page and i was like i was kind of half expecting for like the page to like be blank and like something to like phase onto the page you know like harry potter in the chamber of secret style of like you know (laughs) this is tom riddle's diary or something like that but like instead like you literally just put it down on the floor and like there's just text on it sometimes but then other times you can set it down it's blank and then you come back and there's text on it so it's like that's inconsistent or like there just needs to be like a glossary of like this is what it should look like (laughs) if there are words on a page like the words on the page does change you're right because sometimes it's simple sometimes it's like die 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 or something like you know it does it does change and like you probably out or die I think we all came into that without any understanding of what the writing on the book was going to be. So then, like, as we were starting to learn the rules, quote, unquote, they were changing also because we didn't even know the baseline. So it's just sort of a little train wreck from that perspective. Although I really think, like, that's kind of why we didn't click in our playthrough session with this game. And that's what I would, like, signal to people out there that are interested and curious or, like, how to to get people into this game knowing now what we did to fail at that it's like it isn't really about obviously you do need to learn the mechanics that's true but like the people i saw that had the most fun with this game like because there's two different ways i guess there's a million different ways you can say like the phrases you know are are you do you want us to leave so some people say it very mechanically like do you want us to leave do you want us to leave and they're just walking around the house and yeah i think that's what i did a few rounds with, with the spirit box i was just like walking around everywhere being like where are you how old are you ghost yeah. name where are you how old are you ghost name where are you how old are you ghost name and then i was so fed up with it by the end that i was like someone else take the spirit box i will yeah. not carry yeah. it yes but it's so funny because like that makes sense and that is absolutely a part of the game is using the mechanics and understanding them to optimize like that's absolutely part of the game but definitely the people that i saw that had the most fun with this game weren't just saying the lines they were like talking to the ghost whether or not the computer recognized it or cared that they were acting hardcore like they cared and it freaked them out and like i think that's that's a huge part of this game is i could see the developer saying something like, you know, I agree that the tutorial could be better, but I want to leave some things up 
to mystery so you can find them out. And I want some things to not be quite as mechanical so it really feels like – because like the speech one, for example, like did it understand that I asked that question or not is can be nicely masked by the fact that the ghost isn't going to respond to you in English typically. Maybe it will, but it's not going to like have a full conversation with you like an AI would or something. It might knock a book over and it might not care what words you said to knock that book over. Um, but like like, uh, like sh that, that shroud of mystery of some of the mechanics I think does allow people to like in get into it and enjoy it more where like it's not – just like how do i optimize this this room it's like how do i role play this like i wonder dude like were the role play streamers just like awesome at this game and like had a ton, a ton of fun yeah i mean the ones that i saw that were like putting on a character for sure like but like because... they like if you're putting on a character and doing any like you can have fun with anything if you're if you're like with a group of people that are all like in characters doing you know going crazy right and that's like, what i'm saying like this game is made for these people it's made for a group of friends to go in being like you know exactly kind of how it was described like we're gonna go in as ghost hunters we're gonna you know go back to when we were five years old we're gonna take this super seriously in terms of just we're all gonna just emulate ghost hunters so that means everyone's gonna be quiet everyone's gonna listen Everyone's going to do stuff. And I mean, like, we as a group didn't do that. You know, we were on the radio comms constantly, mm -hmm. I think, when we were playing, where it was just like, uh, and that's, you know, that's kind of my fault. It's kind of everyone's fault of just, like, feeling like, and that's that's honestly how I cope with these situations, is just talking. Mm -hmm. I hear silence, and I'm just like, all right, status update, guys. And everyone's like, totally. God damn it. Like, <laughs> which is why this game's, like, not for people like me. One, because I scare easily. But then two, it's like, I just have no, yeah, I just have no baseline for what it's like to be a ghost hunter. So I don't understand the premise of silence is golden, pretty much, in this game. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like if the tutorial maybe emphasized that more, maybe showed that, like, you get more success if you interact with the ghost and if you're quiet... Um, then maybe it's more understood. But, like, in a group of four going in blind, like, we're all just chatting with each other, like, giving each other status updates. And as a result, we didn't get as fruitful of an experience, probably because, you know, we we actually weren't trying to interact with the ghost. So the ghost was just like, uh, I guess I'll uh, knock this coffee mug over. Like, Final kill Raphael. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I, I think this game literally could not win with our group, unfortunately, like looking back on it in hindsight, because do you remember that, that, that story you were telling Zoe about how when Raphael died and then we just like, we had to find an alternative exit and it like cuts off. Cause you're like one room away from the truck. That was like as far into the, maybe two, like as far into the house as you're willing to go. And then it immediately shuts the way behind you and all of a sudden you have to find another way out, which we'd never seen before. And so it was just like a complete chaotic moment that we had not, we didn't understand the mechanics of what I'm trying to say. It was completely in the mystery. Um, but that was awesome. We got out. Um, like James and I split up to try to find a doorway, which is like splitting up is really crazy. But like we had to find a fucking doorway out. Um, and, but the thing that was, is that- That was the most fun that I had inside of a level of this game. Right was that moment 
And I would echo like when I died for the first time, I also had a really ton of fun with just it just completely grabbed you by the unsuspected and the unsolved of it. It's just like the mystery was just fully alive. But the second the game hit this note, and we've already said it, that note was brilliant. Immediately after, like, so I was like, I think I'm good with this game now. Like it, it like scared enough <laughs> that it was like, I don't want to play this anymore. And it was like, oh, this game can't win because it just it just it showed us its best trick possible and and. James was not particularly scared, so then. But if he was scared, he wouldn't want to play it anymore. So wait, it can't, like it. You know what I'm saying? It cannot do its thing with our group in particular. I don't think, and and give us what it wants to, which is a scare that we then like love or something. I think all of us are like, "Ouch, <laughs> you scared me! What the fuck? Ow, stop! Yeah. No, really, stop! Yeah, like that wasn't a joke. <laughs> stop! Yeah, I'm uninstalling you because I think it's so funny, like." The whole premise of, of Scary Games Month this time around has always been like, let's get eerie games, not scary games. And motherfucker, we'd be walking into scary games like ain't no other. <laughs> and it's just funny because, yeah. man, scary games can't win with us. I feel so bad. Like, I hate scary games, but I feel like I have the most tolerance maybe out of everyone here. And and when I was watching a fucking let's play of this game with someone who was RPing it, um, I had to almost turn it off. Like, it freaked me out. And I was like, oh, no. Like, this just isn't made for us slash me like oh fuck um so that's that's i think a little bit too bad um but yeah which i mean like props to the game really because like honestly when i when i first saw this game i was just like oh it's going to be like well for one thing i thought that the ghost quote unquote were we're just gonna be like uh like actual physical beings that were hiding throughout the house so i was like you're gonna open closets and they're gonna jump out yeah like scary like that what i wasn't really expecting was just all the fuckery beforehand of like lights flickering out wire trips so you have to find the circuit breaker to like turn the lights back out in the house uh like i saw in some streams in some cases like if you're in one of the houses, uh, the ghost can, like, trigger the car alarm in the garage. So, like, you can be in total silence and suddenly, like, a car alarm goes off and it freaks you the fuck out. And, like, that sort of stuff so, compounding on itself is great, but it's just not my thing. Because it's just building up this tension for me yeah. that any sort of release, whether it's, like, hands coming over my face or worse hearing one of my comrades die and then hearing footsteps run around me like yeah that just gets my brain into this fight or flight mode yes. where i am in a curl up in a ball and just somebody carry me out please like there needs to be a carry function yes. in this game of like yes. zoe's done playing but we got to carry her body out of here yes. <laughs> no it's drag it's so drag the limp <laughs> teammate back to body the yeah, exactly like Funny honestly story. like that that would be fun um yeah. When when I died and oh. you were like you left, I was following you guys around as a ghost and you were like, Oh, I guess we're leaving Raphael behind and I was like in the truck with you in <laughs> ghost. <Hell yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I am with you in spirit, literally. Um Um So I think that I might have enjoyed the game a little bit more if there was actually like more positive feedback to the things that you do to find the ghost um like more more physical stuff like um i think that the the eerie like works if um 
in some cases. Um, but like if if on the I wanted the camera to actually like catch a picture of the ghost, not like a speck of light moving around like a bug on, you know, like I wanted I wanted there to be a little bit more. um, And and I think that that's why when you could hear the like the ghost footsteps and you're like, oh, shit, time to get out. I, that was like the the most fun I had was because it felt like there was actually like positive reinforcement that literally anything was happening in the game at all. Yeah. Um. And like I had seen a book go from blank to get out now, and it was so unexciting as positive feedback that there was a ghost there, because literally you put down the book. And then you come back and there are some words now on the book. Like I, I, and it felt like that, that was just, I don't know, just not, yeah. not enough. Yeah. Um, like I, the person that hates being scared would have preferred more scary things in this game. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's amazing. Like I, I will say, like, for, for if you want to see different experiences with this game, go watch Markiplier's playthrough. <laughs> I say that only because it's, like, the top one or whatever because his SEO is incredible. Um, but, like, <laughs> you can see a group of four people, like, just hamming it up and pretending like they give a fuck about this game <laughs> and pretending like they're scared while being like sort of frustrated that it's not like scaring them but also like actively missing all of the subtle things the game is doing and that you just look at it and you're like is that what i looked like when i first started this game i think that's just the level of lost like people are to this game if they're not like already in it or if it's not for them because dude the steam reviews for this are overwhelmingly positive like that's a stunningly high praise for this game, but it's not us. <laughs> it's but then the... you look at them, and one of them is like, "There was a ghost chasing me, so I hid in the closet, and then I had to fart in real life, and my microphone picked up the fart, and I died." <laughs> and it's like, that's hilarious, but is that good gameplay? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'll say yes. It's I'll like that's that. that's. That's like that's a great situation, but is that is that indicative of the entire game? Um you know. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's that's a really fun experience. Yeah. Uh but just a random thought yeah. here. I did this is way late in the podcast to be giving people random advice on whether they're gonna play this game or not, but I would say that we thought to ourselves, can we play this with three people? Do we need four? Like what type of co op game is this? And I would actually make the case that two people would be fucking killer for this game. Like one in the truck, one in the house. And three people would definitely be killer. Like I think all the numbers could be different and cool in their own unique way. Like even one, the solo plays throughs I saw were fucking rad. Um so like I would say don't how feel like you they, need four people. Like how do you make the the whole video camera thing work with just one person though? Because I felt like in the tutorial you had that. And it was like every time you wanted to see what was on the camera, you had to do like another trip back to the truck and then back to the room to reposition the camera and then back to the truck and then back to the room. Yes. 
So, and then you realize that it's not ever going to pick up something, and you're like, awesome. So, well, yeah, I can tell you, like, the solo playthrough, <laughs> at least the ones I saw on the quote, professional difficulty, which I just think is hilarious and awesome in its own way. Um, the way your sanity dips really fast when you're in the house. And so you can't stay in for super long or you'll just lose. And so it is run-based within your run. Like you do have to go in and what they did, so we flipped the breakers all the time because all of us were doing our own strats with turning on lights, but they would like carve a path with lights, if that makes sense. So they would have like a lit path that's like, this is the hallway that I'm going to be using to get in and out of this house. And there's my place I'm going to hide and there's my uh, alternative exit if the front door like locks. And so they would come in like trying to figure out where this place is. And then if they could eventually like tie it down, they would try to make what they can in terms of a path between the circuit breaker, the front door and the room like They would tr- and with lights. And then they would do no more than that. And so then it was about like, I'm going to take this three piece of gear in there and I'm going to like use them. And they would mostly just position the cameras like at the corners of the room and they seem to be okay with it. Um, and it could see enough. Notably, you can also purchase tripods hmm. to set cameras on later in the game. Right, right. Once you have enough experience to level up. Right. Yep. Yeah, and there was all sorts Rich. of crazy gear these people had that we didn't have. That's the other thing that was kind of wild. Um, but yeah, like, but the core, though, is still kind of what we had, like the EMF reader and the, you know, the incense or whatever the fuck. But yeah, so they would like have a strategic purpose for going in and they would not stay any longer than they needed to. So it'd be like, I'm going in to place this, I'm placing the book and I'm doing this and I'm running him through with an EMF meter and then those things didn't work. So I'm like dropping my gear in there or whatever and then I'm coming back and I'm leaving. And it was actually still really intense for them because like they could, you could see like what would happen if they were like staying there too long, like the lights would flicker or like. Uh, you know lights would get turned off or like doors would shut or like just things would start getting like fucking with them and and as they were like trying to run away like they're just looking straight at the door like please don't shut please don't fucking shut please don't fucking shut so they can feel they're like up against a time limit um so i don't know it it, it may not be like one style but for these people they were they were loving it um, i see i guess like the whole sanity mechanic wasn't really well communicated i didn't understand that that's like i kind of knew like okay maybe you die when your sanity gets low because the ghost tries to kill you but like what does this number even mean like the fact that sanity is tied to the ghost being able to make the lights flicker like that doesn't seem obvious to me yeah 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 no, it's so weird, like, the heuristics and rules that some of these other people had were, like... Because, like, at the end of the day, like, if you play this game a lot, you're going to understand the mechanics. So they understood the mechanics, too. But there's this huge gulf between what you're told at the beginning and, like, what you get to learn from experience. And I I think that's, like... I don't know. Maybe some people just, like, like that. Because, like, these people seemed like they did. Um, in the sense of, like, they would say things that I just thought was absurd from our playthrough. They would say things like you know onis like to do this um and so i'm thinking it's an oni based on no evidence other than what it's been doing uh and i i haven't been able to find the right room yet and i haven't been able to find the right temperature or whatever else to to signal it but i'm pretty sure it's this and if i don't find it soon i won't have enough sanity to to go in there anymore so i'll have to just mark it as that based on pure feel and you're like whoa that's crazy and you're like wondering like is this tapping into like this whole like 
metagame and ethos and like like they make these ghosts seem like people understand these ghosts and like these ghosts are real not real in the sense of they're real i'm not having that debate whether they're real or not but like they're like the ghost character yeah like people get that they're like oh yeah dude whereas like dude i had none of that i was like ah a wraith does that that's cool a wraith is a unit in starcraft like it's just like i have nothing (laughs) (laughs) so but yeah okay good so i do know that it's like that that can work for me so like don't starve for example gives you nothing like it explains nothing to you it's just like don't starve have fun like that's literally how you start out in the game and i had a blast but like it did not work for me at all in this game yeah hmm oh absolutely you know it did however give you a basketball and a really terrible physics simulation oh, and a hoop and it does keep score in the um like warehouse where you set up your build your loadout to go into uh a mission and like your whole team is there um and um it didn't give you any instructions on that but was that more fun than the the real game for you, Raphael? Honestly, yes. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think I think my score by the end was like twenty five. Yeah, dude. I will yeah. say these scares like thing... it's a Sova lineup with basketballs. <laughs> yeah. God damn it! <laughs> it would be a fucking Sova lineup with you, wouldn't it? God damn. Um, I will say one of the scariest moments in the entire game was where the tension was building. And I was scanning a room and then I turn around and James is like looking up at the ceiling like his character model is just twitching in the weirdest possible contortion way. And I just didn't. And he was right next to me, right behind me, (laughs) like pure scare mode. And I just I remember that just freaking the fuck out like what? Because I thought you were possessed at first. Like I thought you'd been like animated. But no, no, you were just bending over backwards in a way this game can allow you to do yeah. it. it just looks ridiculous the animation yeah, it turns out when you look at the ceiling your back bends in a 90 degree angle um which yeah. does kind of look like you're possessed and then when you crouch and uncrouch <laughs> you kind of twitch in a weird way um so i was spamming that button a little bit it was like um, the frog dance yeah yeah um but yeah, yeah. i guess like the way it has you looking down and looking up is just like it literally positions your entire torso in that direction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Which just looks extremely strange. And it totally makes sense that McCoy would initially think that James was possessed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Plus like, dude, when you guys are moving around corners and shit, like it just looks so troll. Like, it's just yeah. so out of place. It's hilarious. And like the dead stares on your characters' faces, just like while you're looking around at shit with a flashlight. By the way, did you guys know? I learned this from a video online. It turns out you have. Do you remember those flashlights that we're all wearing that aren't doing anything? Yeah, on our shoulders. It turns out if you press T while using a thing that's not a flashlight, it just turns on your shoulder mounted flashlight. What? Really? Yes. So you can just have the emf reader out and a flashlight at the same time 
Like, you just can do that. And I was like, what the fuck? Because I was sitting there devising strats that's, like... What? Sorry. That's like... So again, something that, like, in the tutorial actively makes not... that the game worse. Like... What, that, that, like, trivializes so many of the mechanics of the game. It does make the flashlight a little strange. To me. We were getting to the point... Because, we... like, there's the... Sorry. I was going to say, I'll, we, we I'll, didn't... I'll, I'll shut up. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> I could see what you mean by that. Like, because we were starting to build around it at the end. Like, you have five minutes on the difficulty we were playing to get into the house before they attack. And I remember thinking, like, okay, Zoe, I know how you like to stay in the truck, but I think you need to roll with us in the house to, like, help us scan rooms or something. And eventually I felt like it was going to be, like, Maybe you have the flashlight and then like James has an EMF reader or something like that. And you two like roll together like with that and that works. Like I wasn't sure like how to manage the flashlights properly, but apparently it's just on your backpack. So, you know, keep that one in mind. But right. then like like turning on lights, the only value is that you don't lose sanity in those rooms or something like that. Well, the, the, uh, the side subtle benefit of turning on lights is that you can see better <laughs> in the room like as yeah, a but... human being. I guess, like, it doesn't really, and and also you can't see the ghost if the lights are on in the room, if you have the camera set up. Can you, like, oh, okay. Can you even see the ghost of the camera at all? You Yes, you can. You, you should be able to. Okay. I have no idea. <laughs> I, Yeah. <laughs> You should be able to is, like, the story of this game. It's like, can you do this? Well, you should be able to, but uh, we couldn't figure it out. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I Like, why is there even a flashlight item that you can pick up if you just have a flashlight on you? And it's like slightly more powerful. Also, the uh, higher level strong flashlight that we were unable to unlock because we didn't give it enough experience. Well, thank goodness we didn't spend money on that. I mean, maybe the shoulder flashlight is really bad. I don't know. It's probably not that. Dude, I saw a guy play like 30 minutes with just the UV flashlight because he thought that was fine. And you can't see. That's what I was doing. I could actually see quite a bit with it. Like, I would just take that instead of the flashlight. Because then you if can you also scan for fingerprints. Mm -hmm. If you know the layout of the house, then that's, like, not that big of a deal. I feel like. So, shall we rate this game, I think? I think we've had our thoughts. We've we've said our things. Unless other people want to jump in with stuff. Um, but I think we've given a myriad of perspectives on this game. Um <laughs> and I think that's I think that's just like one of the the parts about it, right? Like it's just it's just gonna matter like you as the listener need to figure out where you fall in these camps, because um, that will dictate your experience. Um, but cool. Uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> I'll go. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna be that person, and I'm gonna do like two different ratings. <laughs> So personally, for me, as a player playing this game, I'm going to give this game a meh. Um, granted, I spent most of the time in the truck. Um, I, <laughs> I think uh, 
I, I honestly think, like, for real, I know we just kind of mentioned it in passing, but seriously, like, use the in-game voice features because doing Discord is one thing, but when you're actually, like, going over walkie-talkie versus going, like, talking to somebody next to you, like, it enhances the experience, like, tenfold. So definitely do that. Um, Really like those elements. Like I said, there's, like, flashes of brilliance in terms of it being scary, um, giving you that overwhelming sense of dread, that kind of concept of, like, technically, like, this thing doesn't need to be scary for you, but you need to provoke it to be scary. And for me, that's just downright terrifying. I can deal, I can deal with my layers of fear of the world of like, oh, walking down a hallway, something's going to jump out at me. I can deal with that shit. But the thing of like, I'm purposely going to be setting down this book to provoke a spirit on purpose, like that freaks me out. Mm-hmm. I can't do that shit. I've learned that about myself now. <laughs> um, so like personally, I gave it a meh just because it's just not a game for me. I will probably not pick this game up again, or if I do, I'm going to be on truck duty, (laughs) tech support. Um, I can't see myself, you know, venturing into, like, the larger maps, like the school or the asylum. Um, I can't see myself doing that whatsoever, because just the, like, the smallest house map that they have is scary enough for me. Um... However, on a viewing stream standpoint, I give this game a one thumb up. <laughs> this is like definitely a game that I'm going to continue to watch people stream and watch secondhand and enjoy watching secondhand. Um, just because I'm not the one actually at command at the mouse and keyboard. Um, so it is a fun game to, I think, watch secondhand. So I give like the viewing experience a one thumb up for sure. Um, like I definitely see the concept there. I love watching people who play this game well play it. Um, I think like McCoy linked a video to a particular YouTube channel, uh, Fooster. Mm. Uh, he's like really big on like getting into it and uh, getting into the role play of being a ghost hunter. And it's really fun to watch, I think, of just watching him go in solo and like interact with these ghosts. Um, so this will definitely be a game that I won't play ever again, but I'll definitely watch again. And I think that means something. It's not a complete failure of a game, in my opinion. So, like, one thumb up viewing, meh, playing. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> All right. Awesome. James, do you want to be the other side of that? <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give this game a thumbs down. Okay. Um, I... Uh, you, as I have described for the previous, I don't know, hour. How long have we been going? An hour. Uh, yeah, about an hour. Uh, I've I was not impressed by this game. Um, overall, um, and the most fun I had was doing silly poses and uh, crouching, and um. And like sneaking up behind McCoy and doing that and making him freak out. Um, <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I mean, uh, bad game. Don't play it. Fair enough. But maybe watch. I guess maybe maybe people that are good entertainers are fun to watch play this game. Awesome. Uh, 
Rafa, do you want to go? Then I'll go at the end. Sure. Uh, so, I mean, I think I had a very similar experience to James. Maybe not quite like as disappointed with it because I knew it kind of wasn't going to be my type of game going in. Um, but I think I also have to give it a thumbs down just for me personally. I could see it like being somebody's thing and them having a very different like response to it, but um, yeah, it just felt really clunky and I couldn't get into any of the stuff that it was actually trying to get me into. And again, like I was just doing shenanigans with James to like trigger those ridiculous poses. <laughs> there was a, a ridiculous point of when we were like buying items before we jumped in where Raphael and James were just slow run chasing me around that like square there and i kept trying to run away but i was like slow running away and it was just ridiculous um and potentially very scary so fair enough um all right yeah this one's hard to rate for me because i definitely see why people are splitting ratings or talking about that stuff because yeah dude like is this game for me like no um i don't like scary games uh but there's actually a lot of aspects to this game that i really do like like, I like games that should you roleplay, you'll get more value out of. I just think they're really cool. And I kind of think there's that that's like a human element of, like, play. Even if you're referring to, like, kids. Um, like, kids roleplay and they don't worry about it. And then adults are like, roleplaying, that's not for me. But, like, I do think it's, like, a beautiful part of play. Um, and I think this game really, really gives if you give um, from that area. I think it's really cool. So I always liked games like that. I also think this game might be like, because I'm thinking, you know, I have some friends that like are into this sort of stuff or at least into like scary movies and stuff like that and not the comedy series scary movie, but like actual scary movies. Um, and I think like for one weekend or one night, if I set up the experience properly, like if we lit candles in the room and then like, you know, set up some computers in the living room or something like that, and they, like, came through, like, I think they could have a fucking blast. Like, I think they would love it. And I don't know how much more it would be than that. Like, maybe it'd be, like, one weekend, one night. Maybe it's two nights. Maybe it's three nights. But I don't know if you need more out of a game like this. What was it, $15? Like, I think that's kind of enough like the moments that it does hit are so awesome that like it, it it doesn't need to be a forever game necessarily you just bring a crew through um that don't necessarily have to be gamers that could just be people that like scary shit and you give them this and they're like wow that was so much fun um i totally see that i think you just have to really curate the experience really intentionally um and i could see people orchestrating that type of group in a in a pandemic scenario and saying like you're a guy with a laptop but and in so like you can't we can't do our normal fun hangouts or whatever that we're doing like maybe we do board games something like that but we could do this one probably even though you're not a huge gamer but you do have a work laptop or something like we could probably orchestrate this so like that that to me i don't know i think that's really cool so like for me i don't know but as a game i think i'm i think i think this game is better than you guys do i think i might give it a two thumbs up um I think it's really cool, actually. Right. Like, I was really impressed by the premise of this game. And the people that I've watched enjoy this game 
I was like, my God, this is wonderful and magical and unique. And it's just like, it's everything you want out of an early access game. Like it's, the premise is super cool and you hope that it's going to develop. Whereas there's so many early access games that just like, oh, cool. So you made another one of these. And this is not an another one of these game. And I think that's just so unique and so cool in the modern age where it's just the same thing over and over and over again. And then occasionally you get like this game that just spikes out. Like that's just some weird game mode that you've never seen before, like Among Us or even Battlegrounds when they first came out. They just skyrocket through the scene because everyone's just tired of the same shit over and over again. And this dude is not the same shit over and over again. Like I have never seen this before. And so it's very niche. It's very much needed to be orchestrated for the right group. You really need to DM this. And I mean that from the sense of like control the circumstance, have the right people that want this. But if they do, I think this just would be a fuck ton of fun for some people. So looking at it for what it is and what it wants to be, I think it completely succeeds or has started to succeed and in a serious way, you know, in an early access way. Um, and if they developed this and they developed on these premises, I feel like it could just be better. Um, so, yeah. I will give it two thumbs up. That's so crazy. Um, with asterisks and whatever else, that's probably not for me. And it's probably not for most of you. Um, but should it be for you, I think, dude, definitely give this thing a try. Cool. So so your enjoyment of it wasn't at two thumbs up level, but if it was your thing, it would be? I think it's capable. Like, I think if, yeah, I think it's capable of, for the people who this game is for, or who want to play this game, I think it is really, really cool. Um, and I think I can see that okay. from here. That's what I'm, I guess, trying to communicate. And I've definitely seen other people play it. And I actually do kind of want to play it some more myself. Although it's not a good sign they got freaked out by a playthrough while my house was well lit and I was looking at it on a laptop. That's not a good sign. But they... <laughs> or is it the best sign? No, it's the worst sign. Because, dude, I can't handle that shit. Like, I... <laughs> yeah but isn't that like the point like it's a scary game you're supposed to get scared and be like oh my god i can't handle this like yes. it's part of the, th yeah. the thrill of it is like part of the reason people come to this right but like i don't have the same thing that people have with like roller coasters you know where they're like wow that was so fucking scary i loved it i mean i do have that with roller coasters but i don't have that with scary games i'm like wow that made my heart skip and now i'm just gonna think about dying and having a heart attack for the next hour like like, I don't want that. Um, <laughs> like, what would happen if my heart actually stopped? And I'm just like sitting there like, fuck, is this really what I'm going to think about for the next hour? Well, here we go. Um, and like, that's me, <laughs> unfortunately. So it's like really not made for me. But when you watch, when I, dude, that's what was so beautiful about watching that Fooster guy um, is that he would get scared like legitimately, but then his like genuine smile and laughter afterwards, like, oh, that was awesome. That really got me, fuck. Like that sort of, it was like, oh, that's who it's fucking for. I don't have that second part of the reaction. I have this like resentment of my computer for doing that to me. Um, <laughs> so, but like, dude, if you're the person who has those that second part where you laugh and shit or whatever, like, dude, this is going to be awesome for you. Um, just make sure you learn the mechanics first, get an, a tutorial outside of the game and just really get into it. Um, approach it in the way that, like give it as much credit as possible even if the even if you know it can't actually a hundred percent understand what you're saying, like talk to it, um, act, have fun. Um, damn, I think there's something there. So yeah, cool. 
Well, there you have it. All right. Yeah. I mean, I oh, I, uh, I did want to add that um, I I learned that there's a a um, a a guy wrote a wrote a nonfiction book about ghost hunters, uh, talking about why ghosts like why these experiences that people have of ghosts are so consistent over uh, time and distance. Um, and he proposed that it's mold. It's people hallucinating oh, due fuck. to mold spores. Reasonable. Um, and um, because like so much ghost activity happens in like grody, well, first really old houses and then like wet basements and um, attics and stuff like that. Um, and like you have to be alone and like locked in there, maybe just like stuck in there for a little while. And then you start hearing things and seeing things. And so his theory is it's mold. So McCoy, your house in Connecticut might be haunted. Reasonable. What do you know? Reasonable. Reasonable. <laughs> Have people died there? I'm not sure. <clears throat> it does sometimes give off vibes like maybe, you know? <laughs> okay noted i'll check it out does anyone have an emf meter though because i could really use one for the fucking <laughs> yeah oh man <laughs> or just get rid of the mold it's so ridiculous the premise if you guys could have watched our playthrough the premise that we were being paid at all to do anything we were so incompetent as ghost hunters it was unfucking. i mean did we oh, even get God, paid right? i feel like half of our like things ended up just getting like ten dollars which i guess is yeah deserved, right of what we needed my God. that's like gas one money time for the i got back. like 60 bucks yeah somehow and i oh. was like wait why do i have 60 bucks yeah i got I think like I might 60 have seen... bucks when i died as well but oh, that was nice. basically just I didn't refunding die, all of the items that i lost i think it might have been when i saw a uh like a mug fall off of a table and i was like oh weird that happens all the time because of physics, and I didn't think it was a ghost. And now that I'm looking back <laughs> at it, I'm like, maybe that was supposed to be a ghost thing, and I should have mentioned it. <laughs> that was a, a sixty dollar falling mug. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because <laughs> dude, like, it's just like imagine in your mind the feeling of that camera, right? That has five shots. Like we were just using this, like uh, I don't know. I, I think there's ghost orbs in this room. I'm just gonna take a picture. It's like that oh, didn't work. Okay, I'm gonna take another angle. We burn that thing. But imagine how cool it would actually be if you did get a picture of the ghost like that feels like just like real life getting a picture of a ghost it's like oh my god i fucking did it like it just flashed for a second but i got it i fucking got it look at this i fucking got it i'm sure it's real and they're like well actually it's mold and you're like fuck look at this picture <laughs> <laughs> you gotta believe me um anyways cool well next week we're yeah. gonna play what is uh, another game in our eerie but totally not scary games block um <laughs> No, so this one actually is supposed to just be eerie. Uh, we'll be playing Observation, uh, and I'm excited to That's play it. Right. We're gonna we're gonna play it as a group. Uh, I'll be at the helm, and uh, it's basically just a eerie logic puzzle ish puzzle ish game. I'm really not sure what to expect. I'm excited though. We'll see what it's all about. There's jump next scares, week. James. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll watch it secondhand, and he's watching it collectively. So you know, yeah. So maybe it'll be better. Already an improvement from last year. True. 
No guarantees, but it might be better. Plus, it's on a delay. So what will happen is I will go, Ugh, and then James will be like, cool, shut my eyes. <laughs> Dude, it's actually like, I don't know. I've been trying to think about this a lot. Like, is it better to be with people when something scary happens? Because like sometimes it is and sometimes it isn't. Like sometimes you see something and you're like, that didn't scare me. And then the other person registers it, yells out, and then you just freak out in like reaction. Like, so yeah. it's possible there's going to be a chorus of fear. But okay, wait, apparently it's it's just, you know, eerie. Just like Ethan Carter, don't go to the right um, from the train tracks. Don't, there's traps and stuff. Don't go there. Um, cool. Well, we will see you then. Um, enjoy yourselves. Yep. Yeah. See y'all later. Peace. Bye 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 bye.